0: I feel like mm.
1: Sam's tired today, guys. <laughs> Sorry, man. Yeah. He's, got the, he's got a cold, he's got the flu. I like
0: it though. I like, it. I like him when he's extra sassy. Mm. <laughs> need to uh,
2: change my vibe. Oh, that's good, Podcast.
0: man. Come, come across, yeah. Actually, if, if you come across sassy on this and people meet you, they will be
2: like,
0: what? <laughs> like, you clearly don't like Adam and Harry because you're a bastard <laughs> on that show. <laughs>
2: It's just because we're comfortable with each other now,
0: that's all. Okay. So A.K.A. Can... Okay, Sam's, Sam's a dick when he gets to know you.
1: <laughs> hey guys, and welcome to the latest
0: episode of The Startup Diary. I am Harrison Mudge, and I'm with my co-host, Adam Keller guys thanks for tuning in this is where we share the highs and lows and all the learnings in between of what it's like to scale a business and on today's show we have a special guest but we will get to him in just a second um harry do you know what we're talking about on today's show sort of gently.
1: Anyway? <laughs> uh so what i'm going to do is i'm going to flip this back
0: on yourself adam and ask you adam what are we talking about on today's show I love the way you did that, as normal. Um, so at Expert Trades, we decided to launch something called Expert Trades Academy, and we've covered it off sort of in principle on previous shows. And Harry will probably dig in and find a previous show and put it into the show notes so you can go and listen to that. Uh, today is not really about the reasons we're doing it, uh, but I guess in short, to get everyone up to speed, Um, We have a community of trades professionals. We like to help them think of themselves as business owners first, trades professionals second. And we had this thing called Expert Trades Live, in-person training days. And we wanted to find a way to scale that up. So today's episode is all about how we take something from the real world and package it up into something scalable and the technology and the automation that we've used to do that i say we that's the royal we uh well, it's not really us at all uh that's probably a nice segue for me to introduce guests of the show friend of the podcast uh, and general friend irl that's what the kids call in real life um sam wilcox sam how are you how's it going guys all thanks you- for having me on the podcast Always good. Um, Sam, uh, for the listeners who don't know who you are, Mm -hmm. um, do you want to give a quick explanation to who you are, what you do, and I guess a quick bio on Tribecto?
2: Yeah, so I'm Sam Wilcox. I run a company called Tribecto Automations, and we help businesses build marketing and sales processes uh, with software, really. I help them automate sales processes, marketing processes, that kind of stuff, with off-the-shelf software solutions rather than custom dev stuff. (laughs)
0: Cool. Um, and I guess we'll probably get into uh, the nuts and the bolts uh, later on in terms of the, the actual platforms, the technology and the automation yeah. you've implemented in Expert Trades Academy. But I guess one of the things I want to kick off is um, when we knew each other before, we sort of entered yep. the Expert Trades Academy piece of work. Um,
2: from the podcast. From the podcast. the podcast, yeah. For the startup diary uh, podcast meetup nice. last year. You attended all, first two? all of them i think now yeah you're a staple actually i didn't come to the first one the one that was at gymshark i didn't i didn't attend that
0: oh wow absolutely Mm. gutted for you Mm. on that one Mm. just the venue was amazing to be honest um i was going to do a shameless plug of our meetups in our community oh well let's do that anyway harry where can people find us if they want to learn more about the expert (laughs) trades community on facebook (laughs) expert Trades community wow that's how you start that's how much i'm used to plugging (laughs) expert trades as a business uh, if people do want to get involved in the community like Sam did, mm. head over to Facebook, Harry. What's the name of the Facebook group? It is Business Startup Club. Head over, join that group. There's about 220 people in there. Um, this is how me and you met each other, Sam. Yeah. We came to you and said, Sam, uh, we want to do this thing. Uh, we've got this idea of these digital. Courses online. Mm. We want to package up this live thing that we're doing. Yep. Uh, we didn't really know how, but we knew what. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the first thing we did, uh, by recommendation from yourself, is get your ass over to my office. Mm-hmm. Let's sit down. Let's do a workshop uh, and hash this out. Why do you take that approach with your clients?
2: Well, you need to understand like what the end goal is really, because a lot of the time, like like you, for example, you know, right. Well, we do this thing live. Mm. We want to turn it into something more scalable. But like, what does that actually look like as a project? So you need to kind of sit down, get all together in a room for a couple of hours, ideally, and just kind of hash it out, um, so that you can kind of get all on the on the same page. Because if you try and do it over the phone or you know it's it's a video conference, you can do it, but it is better if you can get in the same room and kind of hash it out. Really, you can get the whiteboard out um, and just agree on what the goals of the project are and who's going to deliver what and how it's going to come about and what the kind of deliverables for it are. So yeah. How important do you think that is
0: to the like, overall success of the project?
2: I'd say it's pretty critical, to be honest. Um, it's it's just good to also establish like a relationship as well. Like we mm-hmm. knew each other before. Obviously, y- you approached us to to do the project, so we get on anyway. But you know, let's just pretend that wasn't the case. It's always good to kind of get in the room. You can make sure that you jive with us as a company. We can make sure that you j- that we jive with you as a company, and that everybody's on the same page. Um, but yeah, it is It is just that. It's get everybody on the same page. Mm-hmm. Let's understand what the project is because you might have a different idea of who's gonna do what mm-hmm. than, than we do, you know? Because we offer a specific set of services um, and we've just got to make sure that everybody's, on, you know, on the same page with what's being delivered. Like it. Um,
0: I think probably the most valuable thing for the listeners of the show to sort of like dig into mm. is largely around like the things we've used to do this. Yeah. Um, so i guess starting from the very top we've got in-person events
2: well hold on Trans- a minute let me flip it around on you okay. first because you came into our office and we sat down and we had that two hour we had that two hour workshop meeting mm-hmm. you know was was that valuable for you like how did you find that meeting what did you get out of it that was that was good for the project and where did you you know how did you enter that and then how did you exit it what were the two state of mind uh,
0: entered it without any specific expectations right um Largely because it's the process that we go through when I'm dealing with the clients that we work with. Yeah. um, They kind of come to us with a brief. Right, right. um, But a very, I don't want to say the word like prescriptive of like, here's what we need. Yeah. Um, And I guess that's why me and Harry have had a big conversation last year. A lot of the stuff that we've done for clients isn't actually what we'd want to do. Right. Um, Every client that's listened to this. It's true like we think there's been better ways to do the stuff they've asked us for. Yeah. And admittedly it's uh, it's my job to sort of take that client on a journey and explain to them a better solution. Mm. But the truth of it is is we've all got bills to pay and at risk of losing that contract you take the contract you do good work. Yeah, yeah. And all knowing that we probably could have done things a little bit differently. Right. So some of the flexibility that we've got this year is Harry spending his time on expert trades creative. So I guess for me going in I was like really curious to actually see how a, a a partner of the company in terms of like a contractor supplier however you want to phrase that because um, we actually we, we kind it. of like
2: helped you deliver a brief almost because you didn't exactly. really have a have a brief you had an idea i suppose and, yeah. and that's what that meeting was it's like that that workshop's like a shaping process almost it's like let's shape the work and understand like what it looks like um yeah. if you've got a brief you can kind of skip but not skip it but you know you can you don't need. You wouldn't need to spend so long kind of hashing it all out if you don't have a brief and you've just got an idea of what you want and you want the expert to kind of guide you, mm-hmm. which is what I presume you wanted from us. Then you need that kind of workshop phase. I to think. Kind of I that.
1: think even if we had a brief, though, what uh, what I've noticed that you're really good at Sam is yeah. as- asking questions. Even if like for, like for example, Adam can be very focused on what he thinks he wants. Yeah. But you'll you're still able to, for example, ask him questions to make him think about his own decisions and question whether that's the right yeah. path to go down. So I think having those conversations is hugely
0: valuable. Two, two things. Um, one, you're 100% right. We normally get a brief, mm. which sort of limits the need for that whole like, discovery. Uh, secondly is internally, you're exactly right. Like I can be like a like a dog with a bone. Like This is what we're doing. This is how we're doing it. And as the sort of CEO, there's very few. And what I've tried to do is, um, get get challenged more by my team. Yeah, I think one thing that I was hoping when I went into that workshop was I would learn how you, because it's in your benefit to challenge all my assumptions. Right, I think every good partner and like supplier does. Like I understand what you're trying to achieve, but why do you want to do it that way? Well, if you tell me just- the reasoning behind it, and no one does that internally at a company.
2: Yeah,
0: so it was really cool for me to go in because now what I've done is taken it and gone. Cool. When we have discoveries internally, it's like when we want to do a project. By the way, guys, everyone needs to challenge every assumption. Like, just because I say it, or Harry says it, yeah. or the person that runs a website package because it's a website thing says it, don't take it as gospel. Challenge the assumption was probably the biggest takeaway from it as well. Mm, interesting. It was yeah. cool. It's cool. Good um, tech. Tech, yeah. Uh, so, we wanted to put like courses online, yeah. and we've got a dev team. Like, we could have like spun up like. Uh, a landing page and put a back end in play and like got mm. Vimeo to host it all like, and you were like, "Cool guys, here's your options." You you seem to have a very clear way of thinking around go off the shelf compared to build, especially when it's something new. Let's talk about that for a sec.
2: Yeah, so for the most part, like when most people come to us with an idea of okay, well, we want to build this online training platform, which is relatively common nowadays. You know, online training platforms. Or you know any other idea like we want to build a new sales process or you know X Y Z. There's there's so many different softwares that you can use to already do these things that are purposely designed. They're VC backed. Mm -hmm. They've been you know they've been funded to the eyeballs to make the software the best that it can be. Why would you start from scratch and try and design it yourself Mm -hmm. uh, if it's just an idea that you're testing out? You know. not to say the expert trade academy is that because you know it's going to be something that you're going to be running with for the whole year but you know people come to us with ideas that they want to test out so we say well use the off the shelf stuff because 9 times out of 10 it's going to get you what you need um to get started there's no point in like spending thousands and thousands and thousands on custom dev when somebody else has already done all that mm. you know
0: I, I don't know whether it was something you said or it was something that I came away from the meeting like feeling but one thing that I do remember was The platform isn't the thing that people are like going there for. It's the content. Right. So like focus on the content. Yeah. The platform's like the thing that's like nearly invisible to everyone using it. They just want to be able to access the content.
2: Yeah, it's got to have like a few criteria, right? So you came to us with a with a few bits of, uh, well, look, with a few points that you needed to hit. You wanted it to be mobile friendly. Mm -hmm. You wanted it to look good. You wanted it to have a couple of other more advanced features, like you wanted it to be able to provide certifications and stuff as well. Quizzes, quizzes. Um, there was
0: a big one, which was we want to be able to track what people do in Expert Trades Academy within our own sort of CRM system.
2: Yeah, yeah. So there needs to be like an integration between Intercom, which you guys use as a CRM. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, and um, and and the platform as well. So. So, you know, you've got those criteria and then you go and just look at what offers that solution and, you know, you can pick up something like Teachable, which is what we ended up using because, um, you know, you can pick that up off the shelf and it's, what, $100 a month? Mm-hmm. Whereas if you were to go and try and build a Teachable from scratch, it's going to cost you like hundreds of thousands yeah, yeah. of dollars. So, so yeah, no, I, I love it. I mean, you know, we've built a business off of helping people set businesses up and, and ship products and and sell their services with off-the-shelf software mm-hmm. um yeah i recommend it i recommend that everybody goes down that route first especially for the people that are listening to the podcast that are looking to start their own business um if you've got an idea and it, that idea needs software to be delivered for the most part i bet you pro- if you did some digging around online you're probably going to find that the people have already built that software and you can use it as a platform to, to deliver your idea. So that's kind of one of the things that I would say that the listeners can really take away from this is you don't need to get um, bogged down with thinking, oh, well I need to spend thousands to develop this app or whatever it may be. Um, because most of the time you can, you can use off the shelf stuff.
0: I think there's loads of probably people listening to this right now that have like got an idea, mm-hmm. but they haven't started yet because they go, I need to find like a developer.
1: Right, 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 I th- yeah. I think there's obviously a lack of awareness that those sort of softwares can exist because you instantly assume that, oh, I'm trying to build something that feels fresh and unique. Yeah. So you instantly assume that this thing that I'm trying to make, there's no way there's software out there that already satisfies 90% of what I need. Yeah. So you instantly think, I'm gonna to have to build this from scratch.
0: But I think that's why the comment that sort of stuck me was the software, for what we're trying to achieve, the software is like mm. invisible. Yeah. Like people go for the content. And I guess it's trying to work out like if you're trying to build something new, like what is the actual real value you're creating? Because we're not creating an online course platform; we're creating courses for tradespeople. Right? Yeah,
2: the the value isn't the software that you that you've yep. built or not built. It's yep. the content that's, that's housed within it. And if uh, and if yeah, if you can house it with an off the shelf this, off the shelf solution, mm-hmm. it's going to be way cheaper for you in the long run.
0: But so the the mindset that goes on inside this business, and this is where uh, we potentially been flawed in the past is, okay, cool. So we've got all our data here. This is where all of our users live, like in intercom. Mm. Um, we need something to understand. If someone watches this course, we can then send them this email. We've gone, okay, uh, Teachable doesn't integrate with intercom. So we go, that's where we probably would have, if we kept it all internal, gone, okay, we need to build our own pages to, yeah, to host yeah, all yeah. this stuff and do it all internally. Yeah. And you just said, like, we'll just zap that. Can you just explain to people that are listening to this what Zapier is? Because I think that's like a bit of, it's a product that I think has probably been super important. Mm. This project, as well as our last project, which was you sort of like saving me like 10
2: hours a month on reports.
0: To be honest. <laughs> like, and I was like, oh, we can just put it all in with Zapier and I'll make you a dashboard. Yeah. Um, so, what's Zapier?
2: Yeah, yeah. So I don't want to get into too much of the weeds. I don't want to like, confuse people or get too techy with the podcast but basically when one of the problems that you run into sometimes if you do use off-the-shelf solutions is you, en- you end up with a solution that does a specific thing like for example expert trades uh, academy we built on teachable that hosts all your videos right mm-hmm. that hosts all the course members and stuff like that um but that's all that it does, right? It's not going to do everything for you. So then you end up with multiple off-the-shelf solutions. So you end up with that for your video uh, courses. You've got Intercom, which you do all your customer support through, and um, you know email marketing and stuff like that to a degree, and some some CRM stuff to a degree in there as well, and it's you end up with silos of data so you've got like information that's really valuable in in teachable because you in there you know like who's started courses and who's really engaged and who's doing x y and z Um, and in intercom you've got another set of data because you know who's chatting in and who's opening emails but they don't you can't use those pieces of information together Mm -hmm. so that's when you use a tool like zapier and what zapier does is it kind of sits in the middle as a as a bridge so you can say to Zapier, you can well, you can connect your Teachable account to Zapier. You can connect your Intercom account to Zapier, and then you can say to Zapier, when something happens over here in Teachable, like somebody starts look um, starts or enrols in this new course, let Intercom know that that's happened. So then you have the data across both platforms, it shares the information, and that allows you then to make better informa- better um, decisions in Intercom about who you're going to send emails to based on what courses they've watched and what courses they've finished and all that kind of good stuff, right? That's when you get really into the personalization of marketing automation. Um, so... So yeah, that's what Zapier does. Without getting into the weeds, it kind of sits in, as a bridge in the middle between those different off-the-shelf solutions that you have, and it can also be used to, you know, hook up against your custom database that you guys have got as well.
0: Mm-hmm. That's a pretty like on-point explanation.
1: I guess is it because it works as a common language between the two, then right? Because for example, Intercom and Teachable can't speak to each other, but they can both speak to Teachable. Therefore, yeah. Well,
2: can... there's power in Zapier because what happens is, is like Zapier has become like this this platform that. In the world of tech, um, it's pretty much like it's one the of, standard now, isn't it? Yeah, there's a few others that are similar to it, but it's like this main like bridge, this integrator platform, mm. and everybody knows about it, right? So all the devs at Intercom, they all know about Zapier. They probably all use mm-hmm. it and all of the devs at all these different companies, they all know about Zapier. So what they do is they build connectors to Zapier because if the devs of Intercom were trying to build connectors to all the other pieces of software yep. out there, they'd be, it's a never-ending task, right? Yep. So mm-hmm. what they do is they say, right, well, what we'll do is we'll build the connectors to Zapier and then Zapier, and then because everybody else is throwing their connectors to Zapier zapier just acts as that central hub and it connects everything together do you know what i mean 100 it's, yeah, yeah. it's great business it, yeah it's super like, It's cool, that man. critical mass thing isn't it like yeah, once yeah.
0: everyone adopts it you win but until it, right, right. it's like this chicken and egg problem which is when ne- no one's the network it.
2: effect the more people use it the better it gets
0: yeah it's cool uh as an absolute side note there's a, there's a podcast i'll share with you after this which is the founder of zapier he had a great interview oh really yeah, i'll share it with you it was really cool to have that sort of whole journey happened yeah yeah um Let's fast forward to today, then. So okay. I guess I guess what we've done is uh, we had the workshop. Uh, we've got these three bits of tech. So we've got uh, Teachable for online courses. We've got Zapier and we've got Intercom. Yeah. Uh, and across those three platforms, we can do everything we need to do. Yeah. Uh, so sort of at a point we could have courses. I think all the courses are in. Um, We've got users uh, but these users now need to like know what the hell's going on. Uh, And part of what you do as a business is you sort of helped us with that. Do you want to explain what you've done, how it's worked and I guess the process of rather than just saying to people enroll now you've you sort of built a full campaign off
2: well you've built this thing we've we've built this thing for you this expert trades academy you know you've got to tell people about it obviously right so there's a communication oh have you not heard what we
0: do expert trades we build stuff (laughs) and we literally came up yesterday uh we build stuff and we just don't tell anyone about it we just move on to the next thing okay that's literally and
2: And if we can hide it (laughs) (laughs) well don't worry we're here to, to help you out with this now so um so yeah so you've got to tell people about it obviously you know, you've got a user base people that use expert trades the app and ex- people that are in the expert trades community so we decided to start with those people right mm-hmm. because they're the most relevant people that are going to get the most out of expert trades academy so we then explore with you well how do you usually communicate with these people and there's a few different ways isn't there there's there's in the community there's um, via email there's via in-app messages mm-hmm. so then what we do is we go down the path of planning out your communication sequences um, against each one of those channels really and we started with email right so we've developed written out a series of emails to introduce and launch the expert trades academy i think the first email went out yesterday yep uh, next one goes out on sunday and then next i don't know when people are listening to this but you know it will launch you know next week right so so we have to automate that process we have to develop all of the email copy run it by you make sure that you're good with it um, there's other things that are in there as well like surveys because we want to get feedback from people so it's, you know, it's developing that whole sequence and then planning that in Intercom so that we can then drive people to Expert Trades Academy which mm-hmm. we've built in Teachable and when they log in to Expert Trades Academy that feeds back into Intercom and it lets Intercom know that they've you know, re- enrolled into Expert Trades Academy so that we can then communicate with them differently in the future so it's like a big feedback loop uh, but you have to plan out that communication process and then get all of that set up as well. So that's one of the other things that we did.
0: Cool. Um, and I guess one thing that this highlighted to me is as we went through this process, hmm. um, I guess just the thought process of how it's mapped out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not blowing smoke, really impressed with. Uh, And do you want to just brief people, because you'll be back on the mics probably every couple of months, because sort of like phase three of our whole project Mm -hmm. um, is dedicated user journeys for every service within expert Yeah, yeah. Uh, Do you want to explain like, when you sort of opened up and like, well, why do people join? And we didn't track that and what we're doing moving forward just so people understand the changes that we're making. Say that again. In terms of at the moment when someone signs up to expert trades, there's a very generic welcome email that goes out. Right, right. And right. we sort of let them explore. And yep. you're like, well, no, no, we're not letting anyone explore anymore. We're gonna take them on a journey for the reason they signed up. Do you wanna just talk about that yeah, for a second?
2: Yeah, yeah. So that was one of the one of the, the points that we talked about quite at length, <laughs> wasn't it, <laughs> the last meeting? Yes. <laughs> so yeah, so so you guys offer a lot of different services. You know, I think there's four or four, 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 yeah, four. So there's four main things that you guys are offering, and each one of those things uh, helps people solve a specific problem. Um, and when somebody signs up to Expert Trades and goes through that flow of downloading the app and then creating their account, that's the most opportune time to ask them, okay, well, why are you actually here? What are the issue? What's the main issue that you're facing? Is it because of you know A, B, C, or D? Um, and then depending on what they answer to that question, depends on what email sequence we then put them in to promote the specific solution to them, right? So if they're having problems with getting found online and they want to um, have a profile that is reputable and can generate leads for them, then we know that we want to put them in the verified campaign, right? Um, So yeah, so, so that's one of the things that we discussed at length last time. It was, how do we know what people need to hear about from us
0: and what's the downside of not tracking that it's a leading question because I know the answer but I think when you, when you say to me like why do people join because we need a campaign for that objective that's obvious to me mm. yet we haven't done it and we've made excuses internally of why it hasn't happened there's a the dev there's a the tech there's a the things changing blah 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 um, if someone's listening to this and they're like me that has three four products what's the downside that occurs in the business of not taking someone on that journey
2: well, you just end up communicating to them with things that aren't relevant, and then it just switches them off, mm-hmm. right? If I've come to, if I've signed up to Expert Trades because I wanted this um, app, but I also wanted a website as well, that was one of the key things. And then you start talking to me about Tool Talk reviews. Mm-hmm. I'm not interested anymore. You know, I'm going to opt out. So um, you, you kind of lose your you lose your right to communicate with that person because you've done it badly.
0: Yeah, bang on. Like for the amount of money and time that we spend trying to acquire customers, right? Yeah. And we sort of go, great, we've got the download, uh, and they've got the sign up. It's sort of like that's all irrelevant mm. unless they go and be successful for the reason they joined.
2: Yeah, you've got. It's all about serving them, right? And that's yeah. one of your key, one of your key things is serving the community. And if you're communicating with them badly, that's mm-hmm. a way of disservice, you know. So, asking them an extra question on the way in to identify what their biggest problem is. Um, some people get scared about that. We have clients that are kind of like, well, we don't want to, we don't want to add this in. We don't want to kind of ask for too much information. But you're only doing it so you can actually help them. Like that's the whole point. It's not because you're trying to harvest data and you're going to sell it to Facebook or something like that. You know, <laughs> <laughs> or whatever institution wants it. Um, it's because you want to help them out in the best way, in the most relevant way for them right now. So if you don't ask that question, you're actually doing them a disservice. Yeah, I love the way you put that, mm.
0: um, guys. Is there anything else specifically now that you want to cover off while on the mics? Nothing from me, mate. Cool. Sam?
2: No, not really. I think, just as I said to you before the call, really, if I, if I could give the listeners one takeaway, especially the people that are listening or starting out and have got a few ideas, look for, look for solutions that are off the shelf mm. rather than thinking that you need a dev or yep. a, techni- a technical co-founder or whatever mm. it may be. Um, nine times out of 10, you'll find that there's... Solutions that you can get free trials on, or you can get a low, you know, a low cost account uh, with different platforms, so you can kind of build out your idea and test it that way.
0: Yeah, top advice. And I guess one thing that just came to my mind as you were talking is when people used to join Expert Trades, we used to have an automatic message which yep. was like, "Hey, how come you're here? Let us help." Hmm. And that became a bit like difficult to manage because it was like a chat message right, and right. it required like a person to go and see and reply it. Um, and then we sort of like just turned it off. So I guess we failed probably the last 18 months because we hit a little bit of scale with signups um, and I guess from my side to set expectations for listeners just to jump in there yeah.
1: it was also because it never led anywhere like we'd it, 100%. Like it would open yeah, yeah. up dialogue which was great Yeah, but because we didn't really have the process that would follow when someone says oh I'm, I'm here for this and that like that's where the conversation ended. Like, great, <laughs> yeah, whoever answered yeah. that message now knows that that person's come for a website. Exactly. But unless, unless that singular person follows through, yeah, then it's nothing like
2: What are you come here for? Oh, i come here for a website. Oh, oh nice one. Cool. you later. Good that. that's sort of what happened. And like, because we were like a small
0: team, and I guess this is what happens when you sort of like grow the business, because mm. we're a small team. There's like three, four of us. We'd probably just be all around this desk. And be like, oh, he wants a website. And I go, Matt, yeah. can you give him a call? Give him yeah, And we could just do this. And then as soon as that stopped working, like we didn't fix it, we
2: just stopped it. Um, and I guess- So what, one of the things that you would, that I would suggest that you do with that is yep. that you would, rather than it being like an, like a something that opens a live communication, it should be a chat bar instead because yeah. you can ask the question and you can present the answers. So rather than saying, hey, what are you here for? And it's like open, anybody yeah. can type anything. That's gonna, you know, that's gonna put, um, strain on resources right yeah. if, if people All of a sudden can sudden you need a full-time
0: any, customer service yeah, yeah yeah
2: right so what you can do is you can you, you can set like a set amount of answers to it maybe there's five answers you can say hey what, what are you here for the most a website man you know, or verified tool talk whatever it may be you give them the answers once they press on that it follows up with <laughs> them automatically says thanks for the information we're going to send you some more information about that now so you can so that you can, you know, do what you need to with it, you know, and then it puts them into the email account, yep. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera.
0: I think there's one thing just that I want to highlight is I think some people try and automate some stuff too fast. Mm. If you're in like an absolute like idea of like testing validation stage, I think, yes, get the off the shelf services to do the heavy lifting, but still talk to the customers because there's so much learning that mm. I remember we had around the table of four or five people of like someone joining and because we just heard the same things from the customers. I still think you've got to speak to the customers as much as possible because then that crafts and shapes the messaging in the future. Yeah. Like we know we're best in the UK at speaking to tradespeople, 100%, because we speak to tradespeople more than anyone else in this like fact. Yeah. Like our team, our company, our community through all the different channels, Like we have more open dialogues with tradespeople than any other company I can think about. Um, and be- we've got good at that from having these conversations. The, problem, the thing that we're struggling with right now is how do we scale that up? How do we scale our tone, our message, our brand our culture and all that yeah as we want to go from like x thousand to a hundred thousand like that's the problem that's what you're helping with
2: yeah yeah no it's a good point and and you, you want to automate but you don't want to lose the humanity of the business right you know it, yeah and that's important it's that balance
0: that's really tough
2: yeah the way that i think about it is you, you want to use automation on the front line to kind of filter stuff really so it's kind of like this filter in front of the human almost yeah, that's right a good way of looking at Um because if I can't get my answer from a bot, or if I can't, if I'm not interacting with this piece of automation or whatever it is, this communication that's been automated in the right way, I want to know that I can still speak to a human if, if, if I want to. Yep. So that's why in the email campaign that we, we built for you guys, um, the Expert Trades Academy one the email that went live yesterday for example reply at the bottom it says hit reply yeah. and chat with us let us know what your goals are for 2020 here's, here's a bit of
0: feedback for you as someone working with us is that was an indication to me that you know our brand right because you know we're not trying to scale the whole damn thing it's like you say a filter we're trying to make you aware of this thing yeah but we care deeply about our customers so hit reply let's start a conversation is there a way that we can help you yeah you don't want Little to seem out like of touch you don't want to yeah. seem
2: like you're out of reach for you know even though you have automated this whole sequence of emails great but we are still here if you want to speak to us you know you can just hit reply and one of the team will get on, get back to you as soon as possible
0: great bit of feedback mate on, on that note if someone wants to learn more about what you do mm-hmm. at Tribecto Automations where can they best find you Tribecto.com spell it T-
2: T Why'd you laugh then? <laughs> <laughs> Tribecto.com. So T-R-I-B-E-C-T-O.com.
0: Cool. Sam, you've been an absolute legend as normal. Uh, Sam, will be back on the show. We've got a couple of projects in process right now, uh, and we'll feed back. I guess one thing that'll be interesting to sort of report back on mm. is, as we move through Expert Trades Academy, how that's working, and then phase three, which is someone joins to make admin easy what's the journey we take them on when they're successful on that how do you loop them into other products and services to sort of like create that loop I'm looking forward to sharing those learnings so every time Sam's on the show guys it'll be largely around automation unless we're talking about how good he is at clay pigeon shooting and on that (laughs) (laughs) note he looks like a pirate when he does it uh, but he still hits the target Um, Harry close us off mate see you next time guys
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no, you can email startupdiary at mbs.fm. If you've got any questions for me, Adam, Sam, or anyone else, join the Facebook group. You can join Business Startup Club on Facebook, if that's what it's called nowadays. I feel like we go through a lot of uh, permutations of the... Uh, it feels like that,
0: but we have been doing this for like three years now. Like there are some changes and there's some more changes coming. We are rebranding the podcast. Uh, me and Harry are away for a week and we are trying to get some... a hard of, commitment. We're a making hard a, commitment. Hard la commitment la to Put la. it on the mics. Uh, change question that up.
1: Question of the day. Do Ooh. you like existing cover art for the podcast, guys? because that's what we're about to change.
0: Answer of the day, regardless of the feedback, we're still changing it, Harry. We have made this commitment <laughs> to each other. I'm just super intrigued. <laughs> Guys, if this is the first time you listen to this podcast, do not forget to hit that subscribe button. This is where we try and share the the truth of what it's like to build this business. Uh, it's not always pretty, but it's always real. And we will speak to you next time.